Welcome to Weekly Homilies. Each week we present a homily by Father Mark Suslanko, pastor of the community of St. Isidore and Maria in beautiful Glastonbury, Connecticut. These are introduced by myself, Jonathan Sozek, director of our community's Faith Formation Office. For more about Father Mark and the life of our community, please head over to isidoreandmaria.org. Today, we present Season 2, Episode 30 of this podcast. We'll hear Father Mark's homily from September 8, 2019, the 23rd Sunday of Ordinary Time in Year C. The Gospel for this week is Luke, Chapter 14, Verses 25 to 33. Let's listen now to that reading, then hear Father Mark's response. A reading from the Gospel of Luke. Great crowds were traveling with Jesus, and he turned and addressed them. If anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Which of you, wishing to construct a tower, does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if there is enough for its completion? Otherwise, after laying the foundation and finding himself unable to finish the work, the onlookers should laugh at him and say, This one began to build but did not have the resources to finish. Or what king, marching into battle, would not first sit down and decide whether with 10,000 troops he can successfully oppose another king, advancing upon him with 20,000 troops? But if not, while he is still far away, he will send a delegation to ask for peace terms. In the same way, any one of you who does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple. The Gospel of the Lord a couple of weeks ago, a friend of mine asked to have some of my time to discuss something that was going on in their lives. And so I created this space. And I always try to be a good listener, which requires that you have to step aside from your own agenda so that you can truly be present to the person in front of you who desires to be in your presence and seek your advice and your guidance. If you go into a conversation distracted by other things, you can't be present to the person who is there. Well, this particular day, I had 10,000 things on the brain, and I made that very, very bad mistake of bringing that device with me called a phone. And I laid it down on the table. And though it was dark and not active, that little light that says something is happening in the phone goes off. And I'm saying, well, it's got to be an email. It's got to be some message. Something is happening. So as this person is talking to me and sharing their issues with me, my other eye is down at the phone, checking to see what's coming in. And of course, I easily become very distracted. So during the course of the conversation, the person says to me, are you listening to me? Of course I'm listening to you, I said. (laughs) Next question, well, what did I just say? Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I'm sorry, I don't know. (laughs) Because I guess I'm really not listening, and I got caught in my distraction. 
This happens in relationships all the time. I can see husbands and wives elbowing each other here just to, because we know that we don't always listen, although we hear, we hear stuff, but we're not always processing what that stuff is. Well, if we have a difficulty doing this in our relationships with one another and being present to one another so that we can truly absorb someone's story and listen, how much more difficult is it going to be in our relationship with God, who's not as present to us as a human being is, but comes to us in different ways? You see, often in our relationship with God and our approach to spiritual life, our approach to faith. It's like me with my distraction of the phone. Something always has our attention. There's always something else that I need to tend to, some worldly concern that requires that I deal with it rather than be actively present to a God who wants to break into the story of my life. And God could be talking and talking and talking. But if we're not truly listening, it just becomes a bunch of words. Now, you and I are people of faith. We come here regularly. We hear God's word. We hear him speak to us. We receive the Eucharist. God comes into us in a most intimate way. All the while, from the beginning of Mass to the end, God is talking with us. And we can hear the words. We hear things like, thou shalt not kill. We hear words like, love your enemies and do good to those who mistreat you. We hear the words, serve the poor. We hear the words, kingdom of God. But as we hear all of these words that we hear so frequently, are we really listening to them? You know, God is presenting his vision for us, how he sees this whole thing called the world and his, his children operating and functioning in this graced environment in which he finds, we find ourselves. His vision is ever before us. But if we don't truly listen, then in one sense it falls on deaf ears and really doesn't change anything in here. For some of us it does. And those of us who allow ourselves to be challenged by the gospel and truly listen to God's word know how difficult that is. It's hard to be present to another human being fully and wholly. How much more difficult it is to be present to God in that same way. So that those words really have meaning and those words become transformative. And then by the very stuff of our lives, God is talking with us. Through all of creation, through the mountains of grandeur, grandeur, to the vastness of an ocean, to the presence of faith in our lives, love and hope. All of these things are God knocking on our door saying, listen to me. And we struggle. But how much more so do others struggle who haven't even entertained the concept of God and see things simply as what they may appear to be? A mountain is simply a mountain. The birth of a baby is just simply humanity, humanity regenerating itself. Life is really just an accident, 
And there's no plan or course to life. And there's no such thing as the divine acting and living among us. For those folks, they are so consumed with the secular stuff of their lives that they don't even hear, let alone have the ability to listen. And we have folks in our world who just dismiss all these notions and carry on with the distracted business of their lives. And so at the end of the day, what really is a disciple? What really is a disciple? Well, a disciple is someone who truly listens to God in the sense that that listening allows them to be challenged and transformed and renewed so that as they go about the business of their lives, their life models God's life. And they become a person to that other person who may not see the divine active in life. God is over here. God is trying to get your attention here. God is speaking here. Listen to him. And that's the witness of Christ in this world. And that's how lives are changed and how lives are transformed and things are renewed. And we have folks who stand as witnesses around us that live this way who have struggled and allowed all of this to burn through them, who are able to set their own agenda aside and truly be a disciple. They stand as folks that say, yes, this can happen. St. Teresa of Calcutta, St. Francis of Assisi, men and women in our own day and age who go above and beyond because they believe in something more than themselves. They believe that they are being called to live life in a different way. They're not lukewarm in their approach to faith. And so the challenge for all of us is to clear ourselves of all of that stuff that we consider so important and look at the more simple things of life, to be present, not only to one another, but to God, who really desires to enter into our very selves and bring us to a better, more holy place, to a place where all abounds with his glory, where we see him vibrant in the very stuff of life, flowing through the veins of every human being and all that has created. And we begin to appreciate that our very life and the life of all that is around us only exists because of him. And then convinced of that truth, when he speaks to us, we will not only just hear what he's saying, but actively listen to it as well. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.